0: Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast. Episode 255 Today's episode is another installment in our series, Chronicles of Chiron, set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game. It's played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Who
1: the heck are you?
0: She points the pistol at a rover. Like, the pistol
1: is out, but not pointed at, at you. And like, like It's in her hand.
0: Where is she standing in relation to like the front windscreen?
1: She's off to the, like, I'm off to the driver's side, maybe 20 feet away. You would say a hey, medium distance away.
0: All right. Uh, I believe Mariah is probably the first to respond. <laughs> I think we need to put the windows down to talk to this lady. Yeah. Uh, and Mariah's in the back. Yeah, so, yeah, whatever. I slide over to that side, <laughs> lower my window.
2: Because the- we have a teenager.
0: <laughs> Why not? What? teenagers work in this place, particularly in... Outside jobs? It's not unreasonable. Yeah. The repo squad people were in their late teens. Uh, I put down my window.
1: I just want to narratively hear what you say, and then we can enter a social comment, depending (laughs) on how things go.
0: I'm going to start with the truth that we discussed earlier.
1: That you recently woke up from your cryopods? I
0: I say, uh, well, we, we recently woke up and the ground collapsed over our cryopods here, and we're back now with some excavation equipment to dig them out. Okay. I... Say charmingly.
1: Okay, I think she's going to get the first actual roll in social combat because you had the despair. If
0: okay. That's okay. That's okay. I am prepared, however, to gaze into her soul as soon as I have a story point to do it. With. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. She takes that... Oh, we... correct.
0: We're starting social combat. Have we ended an encounter?
1: Yes, you ended the previous encounter. Okay. You can definitely rolled to recover strength. Just because
0: like, I'm over half my strain already. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, you should definitely do that. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. That's a pretty good roll. Four recovered is good. Not perfect, but could have used an 8 there. Oh wait, but I also have...
1: Oh yeah, did so you have something to get Haha! Something to...
0: In fact, I have the thing that says if I was above half my strain, which I was, I recovered two strain first. Nice. So that is in fact, I was at 7, so then I was at 5, and then I healed 4.
2: Yeah. That's okay. fun. Nice. Desperate recovery. <laughs> You're like, ah. I'm, I'm going to push through all of this. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that magic.
1: <laughs> <I'll> do <it>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think she opens up and she says, "This is a Morgan prospecting excavation site. You need to leave immediately. You do not have authorization to be here. I don't know what your situation is. I've not. I haven't heard of this before. But I'm sorry. You need to exit the site." So she's, she's trying to apply leadership that there's official authority. She's not making a threat with this. I think she's targeting you.
0: Two purples.
1: Uh, she has one success. That's so too strained to you, as it's it's very matter of fact, but like. Yeah, I guess there's no threats or advantages. You don't get more information than that. This person seems to be in charge here. She introduces herself as uh, Chief Engineer Xu Fen.
0: Ah, you have embraced giving first and last names now?
1: According to my magic name list, this is just a first name. Shu Fen is just one. But (laughs) it was two words, and I'm like, whatever.
0: All right. I would like to spend a story point. Okay. To learn one of her motivations.
1: And it's my choice which one you get? It's
0: GM's choice.
1: You are going to learn her strength. She is driven. So she will keep working on something. And she has an internal drive to succeed, to do whatever it is that she wants to do. I'll also tell you, since you're about to find anyway, she has haughty demeanor as a talent. So all social checks targeting her have a threat on them.
0: Okay. Really?
1: (laughs) I'm not playing it as though she's like upper class. right? Right, right. But she's got that air of disaffected... I'm better than you, yeah. I'm just like, what are you doing here?
0: All right, I'm going to get out of this vehicle. Okay. And I'm going to make a charm check. Okay. I'm going to repeat everything I just said, because it feels to me like she ignored it all.
1: I think that's fair. This is two reds. I will spend a story point, so it's two reds and a purple. And there's one threat on the board.
0: thus cleverly getting around the fact that I have knack for charm now. Oh, I can't. Yeah, sorry. I can't stop the threat. Yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> but it's not going to be a failure.
0: I, I'm going to do that thing where you like agree with the person and then disregard everything they just said. Like, oh yeah, yeah, this is you said Morganland or something. Like, <laughs> oh, that's fine. You know, like you can keep doing whatever you're doing over there, and I like kind of gesture like downslope or whatever. we're only really concerned about getting our own things from right down below here. You know we. We had to shuffle out of there pretty quickly because everything was collapsing. I don't know if you've noticed, the siege worm has been through here recently. It's kind of unstabilized the whole area.
1: I, the GM, find it interesting <laughs> that you are. People who just woke up but are familiar with siege worms.
2: Well, we got excavation equipment somehow. Yeah, yeah.
0: like we have talked to somebody. <gasps>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to um, see what happens.
0: Also, mm-hmm. like, you know, just woke up. I didn't say how recently is just. Mm-hmm. And also I realized mm-hmm. Jennifer's tone there was kind of jerky. Which is not what Mariah was being. Right. right, right, right. Rather, Mariah it was like,
1: "Oh, thank you for being helpful. Yep, we're just going to be up here. You can be down there. Not a problem at all. We will yeah.
0: not
2: mess with your operation at all. Yeah, yeah. if we need anything, we'll let you know."
0: And she said she was prospecting. Yes, right. So it's uh, on her so, like uniform. Okay, so so I'll I'll will be like you know certainly we're not going to get in the way of any ores you wish to recover or or things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's no reason we can't all get what we want. Out of this? Okay. Since you're clearly not here to recover cryopods, or personal belongings and shelves under them.
1: We'll see if you get any information from her as you say these things, huh?
0: Yeah. I have said things to indicate that I am not interested in stopping her from succeeding, and that I don't intend to interfere with where her stuff is working. Is that enough to play on her drive to succeed? Yeah, I'll give you a good in this case for that, sure. Alright. A success, so two strain damage to her, mm-hmm. and there's only one threat on this, which is not enough for her to learn anything about me.
1: Mm-hmm. You could take one strain yourself, or you could take a black tie your next thing.
0: No, I'll take one strain myself.
1: Okay. You say that, that's, uh, that's probably unexpected in terms of like, on a list of things of who these people are. Spoke up from a cryopod.
0: I tapped the ground again with my cane. <laughs> down there.
1: Uh, yeah, I know there's a cryopod chamber down there.
0: Oh, have you already uncovered it? Then we can just get our things and go.
1: Cool your heels a little bit. I think it's like almost the- a...
0: How old does this person look?
1: She probably looks maybe mid 20s, so like older than like you. she was and stuff.
0: Chiron native.
1: Yes, definitely someone who's Chiron native. It's not safe for you to be here. This is an active mining site, okay? This place could collapse at any moment. You could fall, you could injure yourself further. I don't know if you injured
2: yourself clawing your way out of those cryopods. Guess i get out of the car, too? That's up to you. Yeah, he's going to get out of the car. Cleve has been waiting to have this rant. Oh.
1: <laughs> After her turn, then we'll get to... Yeah, yeah. We'll get to see what Cleve says. I'll be curious. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's literally not safe for you. for you. You probably don't even know. The miasma is incredibly dangerous. You don't want me anywhere near that. That stuff is dangerous. It will kill you immediately. So, for your own safety... I need you to leave this site and head back to the dome for your own safety. Okay? Can you do that right now for me? So, like, it's almost coercion in the sense of, like, not saying that she's going to hurt you, but, like, this is not a safe place. And there's a little bit of, like, talking down to you, I
0: feel. Another story with
1: you. Uh, this is another story. This is I presume she is targeting me? Yes.
0: I think she should get a black eye on that. Okay. Because Miasma is, in fact, no danger to me whatsoever. That's fair. I'll spend a story point, though, in my defense here.
1: Okay. One of those good news, bad news stories. Oh, jeez. That is five successes for six strain damage. Ouch. Like, there's these things called, you've heard, you've heard of the siege worms, okay? Yes. I don't know what you've heard. They will murder you. They will swallow you alive and not even be aware. There's other dangerous wildlife you could encounter, like alpha wolf beetles.
0: She should probably say, like, something that is new that we don't know about that does actually sound interesting to me, given the amount of strain damage she has done here. Yeah. Or, like, say something about...
2: People won't like you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <People> won't like <laughs> you. About, like, I don't know, like, how much excavation they've done so far. Like,
2: you could be trapped. <laughs> it's probably along the lines of, like, yeah,
1: we had someone get trapped for half a day already.
0: Okay, that that would definitely account for...
1: Yeah. Thankfully got him out, but he was hit by me as poisoning and got sent... Had to get sent back to the dome. Okay, this is not a joke. This is really serious. I don't know how awful your air was back on Earth. Okay, but this is much worse.
0: And she has...
1: She has four threats. So you can learn more about her. If you want, you can learn her fear.
0: I think it would be good if she said things to promote her fear. Because I have a feeling that Cleve is going to go off on a coercive rant. If he can can fold her fear into that, that would be helpful.
1: Yes. Um, So she's saying all these things like, the project almost got halted, but that's not going to happen on my watch, okay? I will see this project through. I will finish it. I will make this project work. I always do. No chance of this failing. Her fear is failure? Her fear is indeed failure.
0: Oh, no, no. I'm to that. <laughs> Her strength is she's driven to succeed. Her fear is failure. Um, Her desire is success. Her flaw is not wanting to fail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she has a threat. She will take a strain herself. Mm-hmm. Because, like, enunciating all these things that are dangerous is also kind of threatening to her. And, like, this is some new situation that she does not need.
2: Cleve, you step out of the car. Yeah, I don't know how I can get fear of failure
0: from her. You don't have to, but that's an option. I mean, you heard what she said, and we succeeded at learning her fear. So <laughs> Cleve understands that she doesn't want to fail here.
2: Yeah, but I don't, I'm don't. i not sure how I could fold that in with what he's going to say. Because you know what he's going to say. Nobody, look, nobody came looking for us for 30 years, and now you're going to come in here and crush whoever might else be in there? The least you could do is let us go get our stuff. That's his rant. All right, I think that's and a good And it's, un- it's unstable. Who you knows who else you're crushing? What other poor souls you're going to kill? Because nobody bothered to come looking for anybody. That's what he's gonna say. How
1: many a blue dye Cause that is a not related <laughs> to her motivations. That's just a, a good.
2: I mean, I don't know that it nobody goes, came looking for. Us. I don't know that it goes for like failure, but you know, now you're telling me it's not safe.
0: Well, your suggestions that like she could kill other people down there, I feel like that could tap into her fear of failure. Like your project here is has these very likelihood chance of killing more people than like the person that already just got injured and trapped. All right, you can I mean, the I could say, minutes. "What did
2: we land here for, except for just to die?" Yeah, she's not idealistic. <laughs> also, she was born here, so like, eh. it is a red and two purples. is her Red and two purples, and this is a coercion? This is a mm-hmm. All right,
0: there's a story point if you wanted.
2: Yeah, because he's. You know what? He's been he's been holding this in for a while. Not really. He's been he's mad about that. Somehow that makes it worse, is that they're just blatantly just going to go in there and kill everybody that might be left, whoever that may be. Those skeletons. They might crush all those skeletons.
1: Lydia Stanton, or whatever her name was.
2: Sylvia, <laughs> wasn't it? Sylvia. But, but, oh, I did succeed. But four threats. So I succeeded by four.
0: Four now, successes? Three, three successes? Yeah. So four damage.
2: Four stream damage. Okay. I mean, you also them, have four threats. You can talk up to her haughty demeanor, but... The other three were all me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she will take two blue dice, and she's probably me to try get Cleve next time, like because you you just launched a big invective at her. Whereas Mariah has been more friendly, more engaged. Also, I think like to a degree, like Cleve looks more threatening because he's got this big rifle, probably not out, but on his back.
2: Yeah, that was Cleve. Okay, good. so I didn't take any strain for that. She's gonna take still. one strength. Okay, I'm <laughs> not asking for it, Mariah. It is your turn.
0: We've each had a turn. Mm-hmm. Do I have to go next,
2: or let her go?
0: It doesn't make sense to me that like Cleve just yelled at her. Like if she's worked up from that, okay. like she should just yell back.
2: You
1: tell you tell this nutsop story,
2: yeah, and launch this rant. I don't think it. she's gonna care at all. But you know, I Cleve is angry about.
1: Yeah, I think she's like, look, buddy, I didn't choose to come to this planet, all right? But I'm here now. I was born here. I don't really care about whatever your planet faller problems are. Your cryopods woke up late. Oh, boo hoo, no one tried to find you for 30 years. I don't know if you heard, but the whole Unity Project disunity, okay? Whatever you remember about there being some charter or other, forget all of that, okay? Just take that and, like, I don't take your rifle out back and shoot it. Whatever your thing is, I don't really care.
0: I'm guessing flaw intolerance planet <laughs> I mean, we might have to
1: adapt this. I like that, actually.
0: I feel like Cleve and her have a lot in common. Yeah. Intolerance, fear of failure. Yeah, I know, I know. This
2: is just a uh, funny. I'm just not driven. I'm an idealistic.
0: Listen, planet baller. <laughs> yes. I
1: don't really care what, what you thought this was. You don't have any property rights here. It's really that simple. So you can leave... You can go live in the wilderness. I don't care. Some kind of exiles that are probably going to die in a few weeks anyway. I don't know. Not my problem. You didn't wake up in the last week. I know that much. So get out of here. What is your discipline situation? A yellow and two greens. Yeah. So it's just like just take your like. um... She wants to launch some like planet faller like almost slurs at you, but like, she's
2: going to. But we won't Take get your
1: out. Yeah, take your useless planet faller butt. Off of my excavation site.
2: Go back to your trash planet.
1: Does someone calling you useless hit Cleave in a particular way?
2: Oh, interesting, because I hadn't thought about it like that. He wants to be useful, but... I mean, did that make him more mad? He can't abide by useless people, but I don't... If that's something that makes Cleave more
1: angry, I feel like on a coercion check, that's her getting blue dice. It's riling you up.
2: Yeah, I, get, if, I was thinking it would be like if I was cowed more then it would. No, it would not because now he's just pissed that she's not contributing to society with, you know, this whole thing. But um, yeah, I would rile him up. Okay. But I don't know what it looks like with coercion. I always thought that meant you were cowed.
0: No. Whereas like, if
2: he gets mad, it could get a little out of control.
0: Losing your cool is one way of responding to coercion. Okay. Backing down is one way of responding. It's all just like... It's forcing a reaction from you. Yeah.
1: So it depends what that reaction is. Like, you just getting upset and, like, you, like, storm off. You're like, I need to cool off. Like, this is... Right, Whatever. There's lots of different ways that can take place, depending on how it happens. She has one success. That's two strain damage coming at you. Okay. One advantage. She'll just pay herself a blue die. Now, either you can go.
0: Okay. Now that they've both yelled at each other, Mm -hmm. I think I would like Mariah to step in with negotiation. That sounds great.
2: Yeah, you might. Because I'm pretty sure Cleve's next action will be to, like... Turn off the safety on his rifle or something very <laughs> escalating. Property rights <laughs> my ass.
0: How much, like, physical posturing is coming from her side? She
1: has not pointed the gun at you during this whole exchange. I mean, she turned off the safety because I heard a click. I heard the click. She doesn't know what the situation is going to be. It's in her hand. It's, like, pointed down. And at no point did she, like, threateningly lift it. She used her opposite hand to point to get out of here.
0: Okay. I'm picturing that we're kind of standing in a triangle uh-huh. and I'm going to take like just one step forward and I'm going to like put out a hand like toward Cleve, uh-huh. not towards her. I
2: mean, I don't want to start wars, but you call me useless and it's on my donkey Kong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'll put my hand towards Cleve. Let's, let's all calm down. I was, this is a very stressful environment for everybody on this planet. <laughs> You know, we're, we're all dealing with the situation we find ourselves in as best as possible. And, um, you don't want to disrupt your operation in any way. Like, we know exactly where our cryopods are and we can just get that and get out of your hair. And there's no reason that we couldn't, you know, help you out along the way. Clearly, we don't have the same understanding of, uh, the dangers of this place that you do and you know who knows we may not have <laughs> long on this world if it's as bad as you say here but uh
2: you're like um, besides who cares if a couple planet fallers get trapped no, no. nobody will miss us
0: no uh, what i want to say is that a little compassion goes a long way if you would just let us get our our things we would have to get out of your hair and, you know, we appreciate all the warnings you've given us. We, we certainly haven't heard of some of these dangers. I'm going to flare my eyes. It gives me an advantage to yep. do it. Yep, And it, like, it suggests that, you know, we've been out and we've been exposed and...
1: Yeah, that disarm, it cancels out her hockey demeanor. I think, uh, narratively, that, like, she definitely takes notice of that and, like, is figuratively disarmed for a second. And it's just, that's something she has not seen before. And it's like... There might be more going on here than she realizes. Um, you're making a negotiation. I am. This is a red and a purple. You have one story point.
0: My negotiation is a yellow and three greens. She's a red and a purple. I'm going to spend a story point to bump it up to a second yellow. I reiterate that, like, we are not looking to interfere with her operation. Because at this point, like, Mariah in his mind, is like, all we're getting out of this is the cryopod stuff. Like, we're not going to be able to reco- recover anything else. Like yeah. So he's willing to to sacrifice whatever else here that we might have recovered for Data Haven. Um, okay. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely not looking to impede your operations.
1: I'll give you a blue eye for that appeals to her, driven. You're not going to be a drag on this.
0: Alright.
2: The other thing, if you're going to throw a negotiation, you can also tell her we know some stuff about the inside because we've been in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I said we, we can we can help her out. Yeah. Um, Sorry,
2: you probably said that and I was thinking I, about how mad Cleve was. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute.
0: I said we can help you out. I didn't say, like, we know the layout of that module. Mariah actually succeeds at something. Has not been happening terribly often today. And there is a triumph. That's two successes, so that's three damage.
1: Yep. You succeed. You have not pushed her to the limit, but she's over threshold. If I understand correctly, you are over your threshold.
0: I'm not over my threshold.
1: Not over your th- you're over half.
0: I am over half. She's over
1: half. She's open to some
2: kind of compromise agreement. Is Cleve. Is Cleve. Does he want to push the issue? I mean, I could take a discipline check to see or something it's like that team. or a cool check or
0: um, we, I, think... I think this
2: is this is like a cool check. This is like
1: emotionally.
0: I guess I have a triumph on this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it would be kind of good. Like, I have thoughts on the I trying, mean, you okay. do have a triumph, so maybe it's just enough to, like, be... I, that's the thing, is, like, being called useless isn't, like, I think he might be a little bit more mad about her callousness about killing everybody who may be left in there and not even questioning it. But he he's he a little bit of a disciplined person, and he has willpower, so... You know, yeah, make that discipline check. You're right. It's, yeah. So this I'm, is like a conscious thing that Cleve is thinking second. about.
0: So, if you succeed this check, what will that mean?
2: It means that he just, he stands down and lets you do okay. whatever, right? So,
0: can I spend my triumph to upgrade your check?
2: Yeah, if you want, unless you want to use it for something else. You want me to succeed. I do want start. you to succeed. Okay. Because
0: getting the information from my cryopod is, like, of insane importance to Mariah. Okay. So then, what's well, the
2: difficulty for
0: this discipline check?
2: Yeah. Two purples
1: and this is going against your, like, like being called useless?
2: Yeah, but that's the only reason I'm making a discipline. Yeah, check. so I think I just, you know, I kind I will of feel like it. he also knows that we need to do something here. Yeah, so we're to purple.
0: Mariah thinks vibes at you up. stand down, stand <laughs> down.
2: Well, it's a see how hot headed Cleve can get when you call him useless. I succeed by then. Probably good that you upgraded. <laughs> like, you take a deep breath. Yeah. I mean, it is a good point that I can see that Mariah is making some headway and actually diffusing the situation, and it is very calming. <laughs> <laughs> he's right we were trying to just they all exist in this world chupen
1: reholsters her pistol like a thigh holster well perhaps there is a way you can help me the cryopods are in the way of what we really want
0: oh well great
1: great right beneath the cryopods there's some kind of you might not be familiar if
2: you're. A lot of netting and some extra knives. <laughs> no,
0: a flare gun, a hatchet.
2: There's some
1: progenitor chamber underneath the cryopods.
0: What's that word mean? Alien. There's an alien room under our this module.
1: Yes. Now she like literally looks behind her. I was given orders not to disturb that, but doesn't say anything about you. So. You go in there, find whatever there is to find, report that back to me. I don't have any problem giving you the uh, things we've already extracted from the cryopods.
0: You've already found our cryopods?
1: Yes, they're not very hidden.
0: Well, they were quite collapsed last time we saw them.
1: I'm aware. And then I want to ask questions about where you got this rover from. Uh, Why you care so much about your cryopods.
0: So your workers down there are not supposed to know anything about what's in that progenitor chamber?
1: Not supposed to dig through it.
0: But it's in the way of the actual ores that we want to get out of this. So she's, like, having to excavate, like, further down and then over?
1: It's really, yeah, it's a huge headache and it's, it's in the way and it's a constant threat to her. And also, she wants to, it seems like she wants to know what's inside.
0: I wish to poke at that. Okay. Because I want to know, like... If this is part of her, like, driven thing, like, she's ambitious and, like, wants the stuff for herself, or is it just, like, she's really curious about it?
2: Or she wants to just just know if she can dig through it safely.
0: Yeah, like, I would like to know her her motive for wanting to engage with it. I understand that she wants to hold to the letter of the law of she didn't do it.
1: Right. What skill do you feel you're going to use to Tease out. The, the social combat is over. You can yeah. roll to recover strain if you wish oh,
0: to. Thank you. You're right. outside, so if... I know, I was gonna win <laughs> with nature. Oh, Meanwhile, but... in the rover, Takuto is just like, adults are fighting. <laughs> like, she's got a gun. Should I be like, covering them? <laughs> oh, I got a triumph. I got a triumph as well. Alright. Can we upgrade our next rolls? Yes, you triumph? can
1: absolutely upgrade your next rolls.
0: Okay.
1: But Like, you defuse that situation.
0: Yeah. I think it's a charm check. And... It's leaning into Mariah's curiosity. Mm -hmm. So Mariah is like asking her more questions about like, oh, what does she know about it? Has she encountered other progenitor stuff? Does she just want to know what was in there? Or does she want us to like sneak some stuff out for her? Those are the kind of like questions. And he is not like stifling his own like excitement at like, oh, there's like new stuff. Okay. I like that. Two reds. Sir I need to cool. I succeed. I have two threats. I have a triumph.
2: Oh, and you use your upgrade?
0: I forgot to use my upgrade.
1: Okay, we'll roll that forward. You can take some strain as you probably realized you're giving away almost. You're you're losing sight of the situation you're in right now. I don't know, maybe it's a feeling of like you realized you were no longer manipulating someone, you were
0: I showed you were just problem. enjoying the situation. <laughs> I showed a way that someone could manipulate me.
1: Yeah, that you're... You probably gave up that you're curious.
0: Well, then I'm not taking a strain.
1: Yeah, let's say you gave up that you're curious. Okay. That makes more narrative sense. You wanted to know why is she interested in this? Yes. Effectively, you're learning her desire. She is interested in technology. Alien tech is especially... Has an especially strong pull. Because that's totally unknown. And like she's like, it could be anything. We know so little about progenitors. This is the first... We think it's possibly intact, whatever it is. I want to know what's inside, any personal level things. And again, like she looks over her shoulder as though like, she shouldn't be doing this. I want brought back to me. Any information, I'd be happy to share a copy with
0: you. Sorry, is she saying she wants small items?
1: Anything that like she could reasonably hide on a person. But if it's like a large block, she can't hide that. And it'll be sort of known that she did something she shouldn't have have
0: done. Okay. All right. I have a triumph on this roll. Yes. Can I... you
2: get her to let us keep anything she won't?
0: Well she already said we could have the cryopod stuff. Right. Or even
2: the cryopods.
0: Well the cryopods are not going to fit in this rover.
2: Oh, but
1: some of the generic things in the cryopods? Like you're you're gonna get like, your, like, your pieces.
0: Well your okay. Data. So Cleve has a triumph sitting around from his role. Yes. So if Cleve wants to use his triumph to make some sort of request of her related to the stuff, that's up to you. I would like to use my Triumph, if I can, to extract some sort of favor from her. Like, I know that our next destination is the dome,
1: Oh.
0: And I will have leverage over her. Yes. Because I will know that she has done this illicit thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sort of...
0: So... Not exactly blackmail, there, but, like, asking right, for a favor. But there is a sort of, like, our previous <laughs> thing ended with a, you do this for me, I do this for you. You do this for me, I do this for you. Like, this... Favor bouncing can continue on in an infinite cycle of ping-ponging. Like
1: Yes. What kind of favor do you want from her that is useful for you in the dome?
0: I don't know exactly. Okay. But...
1: You want to, like, I want to cash to, that in and I want to, like,
0: hold that favor. Okay. Because we're going to interact with her some more, right? Like, we're going to do stuff. We're going to give her things. We're going to get to know each other a bit better. Okay. Give me a lead or, like, give me a pointer or... Yeah, just something like that.
1: Okay. So make a note of that and hold on to that for... When you interact with her next.
0: Then Cleve has his own triumph that he can do with.
2: Yes. What were you looking yeah, for? I was just trying to give you ideas.
0: <laughs> right, but you were yeah. like saying stuff about wanting things.
2: We do need equipment, but I have no idea about Progenitor.
1: This is a mining excavation camp. They might have generic
0: equipment. There's things that you are on the lookout for, like multi-tools and ammo and stuff like that. Yeah. Like Maybe there's a way for you to acquire some of that from them.
2: Yeah, you need a multi-tool. Yeah. That is it something would really could...
0: help me get the progenitor stuff if I had a multi-tool. I could go that route. But he's not that quite that...
2: Well, he is cunning. What am I talking about? I was gonna say he's not that clever, but it is... That is like bordering on deception. I mean, you know what he could just say? Throw in a multi-tool and you got a deal. Oh, that's negotiation. Huh? <laughs> so that, that would be how he, he could do it. Yeah, I like that. And take an upgrade on your negotiation check. Okay. Uh, she's red and purple. Okay.
0: Do you want the story point?
2: Yeah, because then that kind of gives us 100 credits more to work with. That's what you were given to purchase. Yeah, a that's what Chloe gave. Like, that was t- for purchasing it, but I but mean. You'll
0: still need to get ammo for her. Get her some really nice ammo. Don't oh, yeah, want?
2: ammo. But yeah, that still gives us a little bit more leeway, I think. Oh, I did succeed, but with three threats.
1: But you succeed in terms of, like, oh, throwing a multi tool. Yeah.
0: Does it behoove. Like, shu learned that Mariah is curious. Does it behoove shu to know to learn one of Cleve's oh, motivations? I
1: think that's true.
2: What is your desire, Cleve? Expertise. He deserves to be good at what he does. Okay. And I think that's... when he picks up a skill, he starts improving it. Okay. I think she
1: starts to put together a little bit of who you two are. She may or may not even be aware that Takuto is hanging out in the car still. Probably he's not hiding.
0: He's sitting in the passenger seat, yeah. the front passenger seat, so...
1: But he looks like a kid and is... Okay. She says... I can give you access to the cryopod chamber from there. Yeah, with a multi tool, you should be able to get in. She can give you, like, the what is effectively like a door, uh, see a little bit. I want to know what's inside. Any personal level things belong to me. All right. You both agree to this? Yeah.
0: And your Come your little out. brother? Come on out, Takudo. Like, He's awkward. our son.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really <awkwardly laughs> opens the door. <laughs> yeah. Best if you do this
2: in the next 20 minutes. Okay. You guys are going to die in there because it all collapsed, but go wrong right in. <laughs> <laughs> Roll to recover strain.
0: Desperate recovery. Paying off again. Paying
2: up another triumph. Paying it's so of- fun to use your strain
1: when you have that, huh? And you forgot to upgrade this. There was the one that was supposed to go to an upgrade, and then you rolled another
0: one. Oh, you're right. And then you rolled this one. That other one is still hanging out. So I have two triumphs hanging out? Yeah. Takuto is coming down and in with us because Takuto is the computer expert. Yes. And even though Takuto has not experience with progenitor tech, if there's computery things in that room...
1: Takuto is also an intelligent person.
0: So, inside the cryo chamber.
1: You get down, there is uh, like a ladder that goes down into it, so it's not too bad. It's been cleaned. Is this way too strong of a word. Like, stripped is more appropriate. The cryopods themselves are physically there, but you can tell all of them have been opened. Sylvia Stanton is still in her cryopod. Give me a perception check at that point. Just two purples, you can work together.
0: How much is this room like it was before in terms of, is it dark and is it like half full of dirt?
1: Oh, it's not.
0: Do I need a fear check in here?
1: You do not need a fear check in here. Okay. There's considerably more light in here. In fact, there is a, there's like a working light. Light has been lowered down here.
0: Okay. Triumph the first is being used to upgrade my perception check. I think that's fair.
2: We're working, oh, we don't need to work together to get my benefit. But you can get my benefit and then we can work together, I guess.
0: All right. And what is the difficulty?
1: Just two purple rolls. I'll upgrade one of those. Okay. Many successes.
0: Five successes, three advantages. Three advantages. We see everything. Cleve contributed a success and three advantages. As Good job, was. Cleve!
2: Alright.
1: Okay, things that are readily apparent with your initial, like, search of the area. Uh, your cryopods, like, yes, the data, whatever the data information, has been pulled. So, presumably, Shupan has that. Now, Takudo might be able to, like, still plug in and who knows, get, uh, like, extra information off of them. You're not sure. But, like, the hard drive is, is gone. Morgan's pod is gone entirely.
0: All evidence of <laughs> Morgan riding that pod here is gone? Uh, yep. Interesting.
1: I mean, there's clearly, like, uh, you know it was there. Yeah. It's not like it was obviously hidden here. Like, there's a a spot on the floor where it's, like, been unbolted.
0: What about the terminal? The terminal which listed the passenger roster?
1: That also has had, like, its data... Uh, hard drive removed. On the floor, a hole has been cut, and like that's pulled up, and you can see there's like a super nice shiny metal surface of a similar construction to
0: to the little device. The little device, okay,
1: or similar styling, I should say. It's sort of almost like a bronzish color.
0: All right. Anything else you have to tell us? I think that's everything. Okay. Bronze is
2: very ancient alien. Yeah. Color. There's no.
1: There's no like generic supplies left in
2: here. I'll see that. What about anything like filters or anything like that that are like... Well, I guess they'd be really old. They've gone through a whole trip from...
1: They were used for 30 years to yeah. try to keep a couple of people's cryopods
0: going. And bad news, they were not working. <laughs> uh, maybe not yours. <laughs> if outside stuff was getting in and getting all the way to me, it was clearly <laughs> <right>. getting into <laughs> this right. room.
2: Well, there um, was a big old hole because that's where my bag went.
0: All right. Well, Cleve and Mariah look at this alien door i would like to kudo, to plug into my cryo <laughs> bed and see if there's any like the main hard drive is pulled but there could be other like stuff the medical data is the important stuff in there yes so there could be other backup data stores or whatever
1: yeah so you're trying to pull like recovered information
0: yes and can i use my other triumph that was looking around to yeah. This. And like, narratively,
1: you're giving Takuto some extra, like, oh, well, you don't have a passenger ID number, but...
0: Fen is not around, right? Correct. She pointed us in and let us go about our business.
1: Yeah. But it's like, she doesn't even want to be seen down here. That's risky. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So the upgrade is, is me, like, telling Takuto more specific stuff about, like, pulling the medical data.
1: Yes. Takuto crushes it. Two successes, three advantages. Yeah. As like, Datapad++ is connected...
2: We don't have to count on
1: her being on us. Yeah, he gets in and you've got advantages, like he's got the critical blood work info. It's not like all the things ever that are on your data, but like this is the critical information that you absolutely needed. So he's able to pull that off of here. But it's like he had to power the whole thing like with his little data pad, so he's only able to go for a little aisle. I don't think there's other critical information on here.
0: There's three advantages
1: though. Some of those are being spent like to be able to have this be that information. Uh.
0: What would success have meant otherwise?
1: If you had success, but not this, you would have other useful information that would be not exactly what Marina's looking for, but might still help.
2: Okay. So Cleve doesn't think of this, but if Marina's looking for data, it might be good to get Cleve's too, because you have baseline. Maybe Sylvia's. I don't know exactly what happened to her, but that's also baseline before she died. We, yeah. I don't know what killed her, but... We don't
0: know when she died. Yeah. So,
2: um, I think with the Avengers,
1: get... you can get Cleve's. Okay. Yeah, as well. That doesn't need to be a major, major part of the question. I mean, I don't
2: know if it'll be that useful, but it factors out just planet vibrations or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yep, yep. No, that's another baseline that you can...
2: They're do. like, nope, he's screwed too. We don't know why his eyes is not purple. <laughs> um, <laughs> aren't purple.
0: Okay. And does it also include the machine diagnostic? Like, there was the yellow light blinking on it. Oh. Like, um, what triggered that yellow light to blink?
1: No, you don't have that information. Okay. You have your baseline blood information. Okay. So there's still some information we gotten from from shoe
2: Yeah. But you have the, the bare minimum required. Okay. Alright. Meanwhile. There's a door. Well does it look like anything you can open? Like you just push it? Does it have any <laughs> does it need to be
0: pried open with a yeah. multi tool?
2: Yeah, probably prying open is your best
1: guess. That is your best understanding. There's clearly some interface here. If you don't know make any knowledge
2: progenitor check. Of...
0: You get a blue dye from me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe push that button.
2: A red and a purple. <laughs> Am I going to be the expert because I'm just always pushing buttons? No, I think Roz gave it to Roz. I didn't even do the progenitor. I've just seen other people do it. It's not exceptionally hard, it's just a skill no one has. Right, right, right. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, did I just destroy the, progen- the multi-tool? <laughs> Three advantages. And a despair. And a despair. Right. You're taking a crit from your despair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're playing around with alien technology that you don't know how it works. All right. uh, please roll d100. 30. Discouraging wound! <laughs> I get a story oh. point from you. Uh, and also mark down that this is a level 1 easy crit.
0: And don't forget that a shimmer fly can bring you something useful whenever necessary.
1: Yes, you have that talent. You get, like, zapped by the interface. Like, it lights up briefly for a second and then you see, like, some... uh. Smoke is not coming from it. You had advantages, right? Yeah, I had three. Yeah, you're not physically hurt, but it was like you just realized you could have just destroyed everything. Right. So I feel like it's almost like the threat of failure is like, okay.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Um, I could have just ruined it all.
1: You got lucky that time. Uh, You had three advantages, you said? Yeah. Okay.
0: Can we brute force this?
1: I think so. Athletics?
0: Yeah. You want an upgrade? Step back, please. (laughs) I forget that
2: I'm not the athletics person (laughs) But I carry a rifle I must be the athletics person Mm -hmm. This is three purples Be careful (laughs) At least I didn't break Um, the tool You got an
1: upgrade I said from those advantages
0: Oh I thought the advantages
1: Don't look a gift upgrade in the mouth
0: (laughs) I'm trying not to But on the other hand I don't wish to empower you To upgrade bad things Okay So there's some sort of there's handle some sort of,
1: of, the whole thing is like this rectangle that you could see. And yes, if you had a pry bar, you could get under there. Or a
0: there. cane. Or a cane. My cane is very sturdy. That's what I use for a pry bar.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, then there's like a handle. Sure. Right. cane just... is really just a crowbar that he's carrying around.
0: <laughs> I mean, I used it to like pry open wolf beetle mandibles. Yeah. Right? Maya's cane is reinforced to be a defensive tool. <laughs> Only one threat. To okay. so go with my one success.
1: You succeed as, like,
0: strain yourself for a little bit,
1: and, like, for a brief moment, you wonder, is this pain
0: going to break? That's why I was relieved that there was only one threat. Yes.
1: So you only take one strain you see it curse to you, like, yeah. you have no idea how strong this material is. Um, That could happen, but you... <sharp inhale> managed to open it up into the progenitor chamber below.
0: Does it sound like a seal was broken? Yes. Because I'm sort of feeling like... Something got in there and got... Like, there was a progenitor device that was in Blue's backpack. That's
1: true. That's true. But, okay, so no.
0: Well, I don't know how the Shimmer flies. If they do teleport, then oh, they could have gone in and out.
1: No. There's no uh, nice hiss. Okay. But you do manage to get it open and...
0: Is it just pitch black in there?
1: It is pitch black in there. Why don't you both roll a cooler to Slender and grab some before you <laughs> kick open you. the next door and just go further into the dungeon.
0: I heal to Strain.
1: Okay, do you have strain to heal? No, I did not
2: No, I just took a zap.
1: Takuto has finished pulling stuff and like is now like looking over your shoulders. Your a little bit of light uh, reaches down inside from high up. Flashlight. Oh, you have a flashlight. Well, that's nice. Yes, you can see down in there. It's clearly it's a larger area in there than in your cryopod chamber. It's going down into almost like a hallway. It looks like,
0: and you can. So not just a single chamber.
1: Not just a single chamber, it turns out. You can sort of see you're close to one end of it. You must be... There's what looks like some kind of terminal. Best case, you would say.
0: Is it a glow or is it... No,
1: but you're flashing your lights. There's like... Imagine a pedestal and there's a little thing there.
0: Okay. How far is the drop?
1: Oh. Hang on, one second. Six feet
0: tall and I've got two arms.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about a 12-foot drop. So if you hang down...
0: Yeah, then there's only a Then there's only like
1: four feet for your... If you figure you're six feet tall, plus you get an extra two feet from your Mm -hmm. arms. But what
2: if I have
1: a length of rope?
0: (laughs) So we can secure that around the cryo bed up here?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to make you make an athletic check to get down because you have the rope. If you need to, like, get out in a hurry, maybe.
0: Okay. We use the tool for what it's for. Yep. Yep. been listening to Chronicles of Chiron, set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Danielle, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you Xenofungus is not the enemy.